I'm here at the Game Developers Conference in San Francisco, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Alastair Doolan from Bain Games. We're based in Brisbane, Australia. Okay. And um, what, what game are you about, or do you have on the iPhone, iPad, app market? We've got Flick Buddies, which we released uh, December 2010, uh, and it, we've just released our first update for it, and it was the free game of the day uh, with Open Fate uh, a few days ago. So, um, how's it, how is how is it done on the App Store? Um, what are the challenges? I think a lot of indie developers, when they release for iPhone, Android, they get this initial spike and then it just drops. Yeah. So, how are you guys addressing that, and what have you guys done? Um, and what's been its highest ranking? Uh, well, the highest ranking was a few days ago on the actual day. Um, we were in the top 100 games in about 40 countries or 50 countries. Uh, and so that's, as you said, that's tapering off. Uh, and so it's really about getting the name out there and doing as much marketing and PR as possible uh, so that you keep getting spikes. Uh, so people have to talk about you. But really, the best way uh, and the only way you can have great success is when Apple themselves feature you. So you get into new and noteworthy or a featured game uh, and that's where we've seen uh, other companies uh, have done really well with that, and so that's what we're sort of aiming for, to try and get noticed. And um, what were some of the challenges? Well, can you describe the gameplay? For the audience out there, can you describe the gameplay and what was the inspiration be behind it? Yeah, so Flick Buddies is uh, it's a very simple casual game. Uh, the idea is to have between one and four people all sitting around an iPad or even an iPhone uh, and all playing in real time. And so you just... Uh, you control your character in the corner and you can flick them. Uh, so you just use your finger to f to, with a flicking motion and they fly off using physics uh, around the world. So bouncing off uh, different objects and you know, running into spikes and dying or getting sucked into um, little uh, gravity wells. Uh, and so after flicking you also have the... Uh, you can do, use your abilities. So there's three different characters per team uh, and they have different abilities to try and add a bit more depth to the gameplay. And um, what were some of the challenges you had when you were dis developing and designing this? Well, we come from uh, sort of more of a mainstream background, so we've made uh, XBLA games and uh, 360 games um, in larger studios. And so it was a challenge for us because it was the first time we'd developed for an Apple product. Now, we used Unity, uh, Unity 3D, the, the game engine, which saved us a lot of time, uh, both in putting it on the platform but also in physics. Uh, it's got built-in physics which we found was excellent um, and we didn't have to spend a lot of time with that and it's all tested for us. Uh, so some of the, the biggest challenges I guess were just getting experience with the, the platform itself. Um, so particularly on the iPad uh, we found that it's got some uh, performance issues in places so things like transparency. We had a lot of transparency um, which we were using and uh, it just slowed the game down far too much. So because the iPad has about the same power as an iPhone 4, but it's got about four times the pixels, we found that uh, you know very quickly we'd get low frame rates, so we had to sort of stay on top of that the whole time. Um, one of the good things, though, which coming back from an Xbox background, is it's fixed hardware. So unlike making PC games, which we've also done, it just makes it so much easier uh, being able to release it and knowing what we experience is what the end user is going to experience. Um, you guys mentioned that you did PC games. How do you like the iPhone game development or iPad game development experience or even the platform versus PC? Yep. 
Uh, well, to be honest, that's why we went with Unity, um, because we wanted to be abstracted as much as possible. Uh, so we got to work in C Sharp, which is a lot higher level uh, than, than worrying about Objective-C, and it meant that our small team could rapidly uh, develop the game. So we've got uh, myself as programmer and business, uh, we've got a designer who also knows how to, to code, uh, and then we've got an artist and a sound engineer. So we're a very small team, and um, we found that using Unity was able to abstract us out so that we don't get bogged down. So really, we developed for uh, the web and for PC and for iPhone and iPad all at the same time. And so that way uh, we didn't have to worry too much about it because um, getting bogged down with Xcode and learning that because yeah. we've not done it before would have just been uh, taken too long and been too expensive for us. And uh, what's next in store then for your studio? Okay, uh, we've because we only released a month or so ago, um, a couple of months now, we've been uh, supporting it with our first update. So we added double the number of levels and we're trying to give a lot of uh, free content um, to sort of support it, which is another way of getting spikes uh, when, when you do release you, an so update. Do you have a free model or something? Or or, I mean, do you have, like, a light version? No, we don't at this stage, but that's what we're planning to do. We did release uh, for free on Congregate, so we've got a web version of it. Uh, it's obviously not quite as good because it's single-player only and you're using the mouse rather than your finger, uh, but it still works fairly well, and that was a bit of a test for us. Uh, and but what was the response there for Congregate? Um, how, uh, how did the people respond to it there? Uh, people seem to like it. It, uh, it got um, sort of, I think it's about three out of five star uh, average, which is not bad for a game specifically made for iPhone and iPad. A bunch of people were sort of saying, well, how do you play two-player? Um, because it's, it is a multiplayer game, really, at heart. Uh, so it was, it was well-received, but um, we're, yeah, obviously iPad and iPhones were where the, the main focus was. But to go back to the original question of what we're doing next, uh, as well as supporting it, we've got two uh, prototypes that we're moving forward. So we came to GDC uh, to mainly to go to Game Connection, uh, which is held at the same time. And so we've met with a, a lot of publishers and had great success showing off uh, our two prototypes uh, and looking for what deals we can get, both with funding and with distribution publishing. So those are those are two different new types of games, yes. you're saying? Okay. Yes, yes, they're completely different to this. This was sort of a bit of a test for the team. Yeah. So it was just to make sure that uh, we could make games properly on, yeah. on the iPhone and the iPad uh, and to prove ourselves to publishers, to say, look, it's only a simple casual game, yeah. but this is really showing that uh, we can get a game out very quickly. Uh, it only took us a couple of months to get it, uh, to build the game, and we're doing that part-time. Uh, so it allows us to rapidly uh, get lots of games out, which is what we need to do. And how, how did you find Game Connection? Because um, I think that's uh, it's a unique service to GDC or something. And so what, you, what happens is that developers are meeting publishers. Have you found that to be useful? Um, what's been the feedback, and what would you do differently next time? Uh, it's been invaluable. Um, the Australian government helped fund uh, us going to it because it's normally very expensive, yeah. you know, sort of the thousands of euros, which for a small startup team is sort of uh, not, not, we can't really afford that. So um, because it got subsidised, uh, we managed to get there, uh, which was, it's been invaluable. It's been hectic. I had uh, 17 meetings in nine hours. Uh, and it's, it's, they pitch it as uh, speed dating with publishers, and that's exactly what it is. You get a half hour, uh, and somebody comes in at, at the half hour mark, you'll have a new person coming in. So there's no time to stop or, or eat or do anything else. But the, the response from our prototype, uh, particularly one of them, um, was just 
phenomenal. Um, we had people offering us deals right there uh, for funding, as well as just publishing deals, um, from the big companies down to, to small ones. Uh, obviously, there's NDAs and things yeah, involved, sure. uh, but uh, we're really excited. Um, the, the big thing it's proven is that we've got a good concept, uh, and having a game out already was a really good proof to them um, that even though we have 20 years experience combined within the team and we've worked on games previously, um, proving under the Bane Games banner that we can make a, a quickly make a uh, iPhone game and an iPad game has proven it to them, which, uh, which was good. And I think that was one of the reasons why people are already offering us funding because we've already yeah. proven ourselves. The next game we're making is probably uh, twice as complicated as this, uh, completely different, but um, still it's similar order of magnitude. So it's not like we've made a small casual game and then we're making an MMO next. Uh, we're keeping them small and casual. Um, yeah, can you talk about anything about your upcoming two prototypes? Because it seems more exciting now that you're like, hey, people are offering me funding and stuff yeah. like that. So. Uh, I can't say too much, um, but the, the one that people are liking uh, is a new take on a platform game. So uh, it's, it sounds kind of boring, a platform game, because they've been around for so long, but uh, we've got a unique take on it. Uh, and we're going to be uh, releasing information about that over the coming months, uh, and we're going to be looking to get a lot of feedback from people. So we, we really believe in getting the community involved at the ground floor, uh, getting feedback from them and, and making the game as good as possible. We've got a plan for about a three-month development cycle for oh, that. Okay. But it, again, it depends on publishers and, and, yeah. uh, and what goes from there. And would you be doing this part-time? Because you mentioned that development is done part-time. Can you talk, since you guys are a startup, can you talk about um, you know, how big your team is? What are some of the challenges? And yeah, what's, what's the opportunity for you guys? Well, we're planning to do it part-time, and coming to Game Connection, the plan was we're going to self-fund this game, and we're going to look for a, one of the big publishers to try and get uh, get the, the game out there and get a good name attached to it. Uh, but since meeting with publishers, we've sort of... Uh, come to the point where we may be able to do it full-time and get funding. So obviously you give up um, yeah. the percentage of the profits and for some people give up the IP uh, for some of the publishers. Uh, but that's sort of a, a good opportunity for us because we'd love to do this full-time uh, yeah. as quickly as possible. So each of us, um, th of the four of us, we all do other things. Um, so our designer is also a graphic designer and he okay. works uh, Works part. He works full time and he does work yeah. in the evenings. Um, our artist uh, runs Squid Tank, which is uh, a website for doing this awesome art, the style. Um, he's got this really good cartoon style yeah, about right. it. Yeah. yeah. So he does that and he does a lot of freelance work and then he works with us uh, at the same time as so. Uh, and then our sound engineer, uh, he runs his own website. Uh, and uh, he he only we only need him for a small amount of time. Um, you know the rest of yeah. it. You know. Programming is it takes up the large percentage of it and design, um, but he's he gives a really unique sound, um, which is good. He runs Game Audio Australia, and that's where he makes all his money. And he does some really big titles, um, but he he likes to help the indies around Brisbane out, um, which is excellent for us. And um, I guess what are the challenges of keeping everyone motivated? Like yeah. you said, they've got all these other jobs, they've got you know family commitments potentially and stuff like that. So. How 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 often are you guys meeting? I mean, it's not. You said that you did this game in about like a two month dev yeah, cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's still relatively quick. So, mm -hmm. how are you keeping that intensity and momentum yeah. going? Uh, well, Skype's a big one. Uh, we're always in communication. So uh, when you say Skype, are you guys just there in the afternoon or in the evening after work and stuff like that, and you're just doing it, or is it just always online and you've got like a central group? Yeah, it, well, I I work from home, uh, so I run another software company on the side doing web development. So I 
because I work from home, I'm always on, and I'm sort of the project manager uh, along with business and, and things. And so that way, I'm always in communication with each of the each of the guys. And so we generally are, are all online, sort of in the evenings, and that's where we chat a lot. Uh, and we try and meet up once a week. Um, you say chat. Is it audio chat or just both? Uh, a bit of both. Um, we we tend to do uh, the designer and myself. We talk every night, um, chat like actually speaking, oh, okay. uh, and we discuss what's happened. Uh, and normally, I'll spend the day implementing features, uh, and then he'll spend the evening, um, you know, doing game design with yeah. those features, um, building levels, and uh, testing things and finding bugs in all my code. Uh, uh, and so it, it does work really well uh, with four of us. That's why we've kept it so small. Um, the only downside of that is if one of us gets sick, uh, like if our, our artist was sick for a while and uh, everything stopped because uh, it was a bad time in the project because it was when the art was really getting into reduction, but the rest of us have no art ability. So it's not like another team where an artist goes down, you've got three or four other people to pick up the slack. Uh, so that's the only down point from it, but it keeps communication nice and easy. Uh, and we use uh, Scrum as an agile uh, methodology. So it's difficult because we're distributed, um, but we've, we pick up uh, as much as we can um, with the way we have burned down charts and just to give visibility within the team. So you mentioned uh, weekly meetings. Um, how, how is that different than you guys meeting at in the evening, I mean, what's so special or different about these quote weekly meetings versus um, meeting every night over Skype? Uh, the big one is we all get to go to our favorite restaurant, and oh, uh, we so can so just sort of yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so we actually get out. Uh, we all uh, drive to a central place uh, uh, in Brisbane, and we all have American food, which is really good. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, the reason that, uh, it's different is because just sort of the, the the physical contact, being able to see somebody and see you know if they're a bit down or if they're tired or, or seeing how things are going, uh, it's really important. We can all sit around, particularly with flick buddies. We could all sit around and we played it. Um, at the table while we're waiting for our food and it's a really good chance for things that have slipped your mind during the week um, and when you're actually sitting playing together you can discuss it and you can get a lot more communication across it. You know, if somebody isn't happy with it but they haven't wanted to voice concern, uh, it makes that a lot easier. Um, and what's, you know, what was the feeling when you guys got it on the App Store? Yeah. Um, what was the momentum of the team and, and how did you convince your team to be like, hey, let's do more updates? Yep. Well, from the beginning, we decided we were going to do a smaller uh, version. One was going to be as small as possible, and we're going to update it. Um, so we've got sort of these families, um, which are the teams, and so we wanted to be getting feedback from uh, our players as to what uh, teams they want. So we've got hamburgers and zombies, and uh, the latest one was uh, three prisoners. So this, the prisoner family that uh, that that we released. So um, we kind of decided from the very beginning that this was going to be a long-term thing. Uh, we don't believe in just making a game, putting it out there and walking away from it. And very much on the App Store, you you will not have much success if you do that, we've, yeah. we've seen. Uh, so I think the constant updates is really important. Uh, as for the, the momentum, everybody um, loved the idea. Uh, and we gave everybody the, as much freedom as they wanted. Um, so with our uh, artist, he has this excellent style. and. Back in mainstream games, he was really restricted to what he could do, you know, make 50 tanks or, or whatever else. But whereas we said, you just do whatever you like, uh, and it really worked well, and he was able to really express himself. Uh, and the same with our audio engineer. He, uh, we 
we gave him, we just said, play the game and make the audio like you decide. And he came up with some really excellent music and some really cute little sounds that fit perfectly with it. Uh, and so we found that having people, letting people express themselves was a really good way of keeping momentum up. It's not like a, a job then where, you know, you're making the same thing day in, day out. And by keeping a really tight and short development cycle, uh, we found that's the best way to keep motivated. Because uh, I personally find that, um, you know, the earlier in the project, the more motivated you are uh, and the more yeah. I enjoyed it. And, and as time goes off, as time goes on, you kind of, it drops. Um, but we tried to keep that as high as possible. But the best way is having it short, the shorter development um, cycle. If you're spending three months or two months on a game, it's a lot easier than, you know, two years like we used to. Yeah. And um, so... Aside from getting a publisher, are there, are there going to be other marketing things that you're doing to get more exposure? And, um, you know, how did it feel to get your first sale or your the first interest, stuff like that? Uh, we didn't do enough marketing on the first game, as uh, every uh, indie says. <laughs> um, but we've got some, some ideas of the big one is sort of talking to our community and getting feedback and trying to get a dialogue happening there where they can be part of the development. And um, really for the next game, we're going to step that up. We're going to be trying to get builds out as soon as possible uh, and getting feedback from everywhere. Uh, and um, we think that's going to be powerful whether we have a publisher or not. Uh, it's going to be good to be able to listen to people. Uh, as for when we released, um, I mean, we've released games before, so you know, seeing a game on uh, the Xbox Live Arcade is, is one thing, but being able to actually carry it around, and um, particularly games so simple you can show your parents, and normally they don't really understand what you're doing, but in this case, I could sort of show them that this is what I've spent the last two or three months doing. Uh, and it, it, it was really good. Uh, it was a really different experience. Um, but it sort of... I mean, one of the issues with uh, the App Store is it's just so flooded. So it's kind of hard to, uh, um, you know, it was really exciting when, when they first came out, you know, you can get your game on there. But nowadays it's sort of, you're so swamped. And so when we got on new and noteworthy for uh, action and arcade games and being able to actually see that on, on the page was really good. Being able to stand out, there's thousands of games released and we actually, you know, uh, Apple chose us to be able to stand out like that was, was a really good feeling. So, because things like iTunes you use all the time. Um, and then all of a sudden you see, or particularly if you get surprised and you've popped up in some way you weren't expecting, uh, it's really good. And you mentioned um, games on Xbox Live. Um, yeah, what other platforms have you guys developed for? Uh, well, uh, the main ones were PC uh, and XBLA. So we did um, Battlestar Galactica for XBLA was one that the three of us on the team had done previously. Uh, and so that's sort of, that's where we all got to know each other. Uh, and then um, Simon and Mick, uh, the designer and the, the sound guy, they um, worked at Pandemic, so they worked on uh, Destroy All Humans uh, and a few games uh, along that when, when Pandemic was still around. Uh, and so uh, we've got, you know, sort of we've got that good experience um, there, but we'd never done anything for Apple. And so it was really good to sort of, we went where the numbers were, um, really, um, not because it was a strength of the team previously. That's cool. And what's, so what's next in store then for your studio? I know you mentioned those two prototypes. Um, yeah, what's the roadmap and where can people find out more about your game, play it, potentially download it? Yeah. Uh, so the plan at this stage is uh, we really want to start getting um, games out as quickly as possible, which is why we're going for funding, uh, so we can do it full time. Um, so we have been prototyping, we've done about six prototypes of games and we picked the best two to bring to Game Connection. And my plan was to maybe do some more prototypes when I got back, but from the oh, feedback okay. we've got, um, we're probably going to go ahead with this uh, platform editor game. Uh, 
and uh, we, that way we can start getting feedback as quickly as possible. Um, so the plan from there is we're going to keep the same team and we're going to keep the same team size uh, and we're going to uh, look to bring on people only when we need it. So we really think four is a good size but um, obviously as, as things go forward um, we're going to have to expand so we're probably going to look to get marketing uh, and PR type, type things soon. We're going to outsource at the moment. Um, you know, to keep it small, but it'd be good to get someone on dedicated, so they have a real buy-in uh, as much as possible. Uh, and with with the the main prototype we're moving forward with, it has a lot of user-driven content. So um, we see that as being, you know, like the community is almost a part of the team then, uh, yeah, exactly. because we're gonna the, the game itself is built so that people can. By, by playing the game, you're learning how to uh, to use the level editor in, in, in a way, and so that way um, we want people to be able to experience that, and we may even get the community involved um, before release, so that some of the levels you can play um, might be community created. And um, what, yeah, how are you engaging the community now? You mentioned the community as a huge part of giving you feedback, but... I thought that with iPhone and iPad, it's really difficult to get non-developers to test a game that isn't on the App Store. So how are you dealing with that? Yep. Uh, well, there's a few ways. Um, I mean, we've got a very large group of friends um, from within the industry and outside, uh, and we can give bills to them. Um, you know, you get somebody's UDID and you can give them a build. Um, and we're allowed 100, and we've probably used about 60 of those. So we've got 60 people we send out to our friends and people. Uh, I also run a website, which uh, I try and... Um, have some dialogue there about I, I talk about what I've been doing and um, and people comment on that and uh, that that's another good way of sort of getting some dialogue happening there. Uh, but generally speaking, it's it's sort of small at the moment. It's people we know. Uh, as I said, it's about 60 people that we get feedback from, which is quite quite a quite a good number. Um, and they range, you know, from um, old people, you know, parents uh, and and their friends down to to children that can play our simple games. And can you talk about the, the website that you do? Um, I think it's game-related, so yeah. any information about that? Yeah, so the website's called dualwin.com, D-O-O-L-W-I-N-D.com, uh, and it's it's basically about independent game development, uh, and I, I like to put rants and just general discussions um, from, from what I've said with my other indie friends, because there's a really tight indie community in Brisbane because a lot of the big studios have shut down recently. Uh, and so rather than, you know, ranting at all my friends five or six times, I just write up uh, on there. So I like to talk about uh, the things that are going right and wrong uh, within the studio, um, different ideas on how agile development can work for a small indie team, uh, and just generally talking about uh, my experiences with uh, running a startup company uh, and going from mainstream down to a lot smaller studio. And where can people download the game? Uh, check it out. Yep. Uh, so it's on iTunes, and you just uh, type in Flick Buddies, and you'll be able to find it. Um, you can also get more information at flickbuddies.com, uh, and the company is uh, banegames.com. Uh, How do you spell that? Uh, B-A-N-E, okay. and then games, G-A-M-E-S, uh, .com. Uh, and it's sort of in a bit of a blog style there. Uh, we don't update that often. Uh, I try and keep that to doorwin.com. Um, I sort of have that regularly updated at least once a week. Um, but we're giving feedback, and particularly as time goes on, if people are interested in finding out about our game, um, they can hop on there and we'll be adding, you know, people be able to put their email address in and, and get feedback on it. Great. Thank you very much.